Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked on Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, analytics, and opinion. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. So... You all know that last week I was supposed to do a mailbag on Friday. However, I ended up doing a collaboration with the Locked On Flyers girls. So instead, we are doing the mailbag this Friday. So make sure to get your questions, concerns about the team, and comments into me. You can email me at LockedOnDevils at gmail.com or tweet me at LockedOnDevils on Twitter. I plan to do it this Friday and hopefully it works out. Okay, so today's Tuesday. Tonight, the Devils are in Winnipeg playing the Jets, and I want to do a little bit of a preview for that, but first, I want to talk about Jesper Bratt. Unfortunately, he is out with an upper body injury that he sustained in the Carolina Hurricanes game. Um, it was kind of a rough game for Bratt because he had gotten high stuck in the mouth and was bleeding, and then later on got hit high, and then he was he went to the locker room and didn't return to the game. So this is kind of a hard hit for him, uh, literally, I guess, um, because he had just gotten back into the lineup after being a healthy scratch for a few games, and he really had a strong return to the lineup, in my opinion. Um, I think that he did really well his first game back, <clears throat> and... I think that he was really starting to show what kind of player he is. Um, I think that he was really, really able to show Coach Hines, like, what he had to offer. So it's just a shame that this happened to him now of all times. Um, I don't know when he'll be back. Um, It's just, like I said, it's just a shame for Jesper Bratt. Um, But... What does this mean for the other Jesper, as well as others who have been healthy scratches like John Hayden? Um, so Boakfast is back in the lineup tonight. Um, and I don't know. I like. I think it'll help people like Boakfast to get their foot in the door with John Hines and show that like, hey... I can produce. I can play the style of hockey you want me to be playing. Um, I think that this will be a good opportunity for Boakfast to really prove himself. Um, as you guys probably know, Hayden is not in the lineup tonight, um, but Gusev is. Um, so, I mean, I think that that is good big for Gusev to be back in the lineup and not only back in the lineup but on the second line um I think that this all stems from Jesper Bratt getting injured um I think that this is showing um these guys the ice time that they you know are trying to earn so now that I've talked so much about the lines why don't I read the lines to you for tonight um this is from Amanda Stein's Twitter as always um, first line, Hall, Hishier, and Palmieri. Second line, Saka, Hughes, Gusev, 
Third line, Boakfast, Zajac, Coleman. Fourth line, Wood, Rooney, Simmons. And the defensive pairings are Severson and Subban, Green and Vatanen, and Butcher and Tennyson. Um, so those lines look a little different. Uh, the first two lines, to be exact, look a little different. <laughs> um, Hughes and Hishier are switched. Why? Is my question. Why are they switched when they finally won a game? They had um, a good game. It looked good. Everything was kind of working out for them against Carolina. So why would you go and switch things up? That's that's my question. I don't understand. I just don't understand, I guess. Um, I don't get why it's changed. I don't see the point of moving Hughes to the second line he shared on the first line. Um, I don't think it's the smartest decision. Um, Hughes and Hall have great chemistry, or sorry, he share and Hall have great chemistry, and we all know that. Um, Hughes was just kind of getting his chemistry together with Palmieri and Hall, um, and he was doing pretty well on that top line. So I don't know what Coach Hines' reasoning is to kind of demoting Hughes and promoting Heeshear. I don't even know if it is a demo demotion because I think it might just be a little switcheroo he's trying to pull. I don't get why. I don't see the purpose in it. Um, I don't know. You guys, as always, tell me what you think about this because that's... It doesn't sit right with me. Okay, I also want to talk about the fourth line. Uh, the fourth line, just to refresh, is Wood, Rooney, and Simmons. I actually don't hate this fourth line. I think it's pretty... Well, okay, so in the game against Carolina, it was actually a pretty good line. It wasn't a throwaway line like it kind of used to be uh, a few games ago. I think putting Simmons on the fourth line really brought up the level of the fourth line. Um, and I think that it kind of, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I think it improved uh, Wood and Rooney um, as players. I think that they kind of were keeping up to pace with Simmons. And I think that they were playing better all around with Wayne Simmons because they could. Because Wayne Simmons gives them that ability to be better because he's a better player. Um, if that makes sense. Because it makes sense in my head, but it might not make sense to you guys. Uh, basically, I think Simmons is just a higher player, higher level player than Wood and Rooney. And I think that it makes them step up and become better players within themselves because they're trying to match Wayne Simmons. Uh, so that's what I was trying to say there. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Alright guys, so I know I haven't really gotten the chance to talk to you since the Flyers game, and then we had the Carolina game, and that was all Friday and then the weekend. And then yesterday's podcast was with the Locked on Canes guys. Friday's was with the Locked on Flyers girls. There's just been a lot going on in the Locked on Devils life. 
I feel like I was complaining two weeks ago about there being nothing going on in the devil's world, and now there's just too much going on. Um, but too much still is way better than nothing. Um, so the Flyers game happened. Um, I don't want to dwell on it too much. The Canes game happened. I think they played really well. Um, I think they played a consistent game throughout. They were finishing their checks. They were staying on the puck. They weren't taking stupid penalties. Uh, I think that also helps with, uh, or the fourth line having no John Hayden also kind of helps not taking the stupid penalties. Um, the only real issue of the game against the Hurricanes is that, again, we only scored on one out of four power plays. I don't know what the team needs to do to get better for special teams, but the power plays just haven't been connecting as well as I would like. Um, I don't know how else to put it. They just haven't been producing as well as I think they can. Um, maybe maybe that's what Hines needs to switch around and maybe he feels the need to change it up. But right now, something's not working. And it seems like when something is working, he decides to change it. And when things aren't working, he'll keep it the same, right? It's very frustrating to watch. Um, but I don't know. I think that the power play needs to just be a little stronger, especially if we're going to compete in the Metro Division. Um, that's something that can't slack. Special teams, like I said before in some podcast, special teams reflect in the score so much. So there's, they reflect what type of team you are. If your power play is at the bottom of the league, chances are you're not doing great in the standings. Um, it just It's so important in today's game. And I don't think that the Devils have gotten it down. I think that they need to still work on it. Um, and I think that... Hopefully soon we will see a change there and we'll see something click so that they're not just scoring on one out of every like five power plays because it's kind of getting ridiculous at this point. All right, something else that I just want to quickly mention about the Carolina game is that P.K. Subban scored his 100th career NHL goal and that is a huge milestone for him, especially as a defenseman. Scoring goals is not always their, you know, prerogative. They don't always want to be scoring goals because they're trying to protect the puck more than shoot the puck. Um, you guys know that, though. I don't know why I felt the need to explain that. Um, but P.K. Subban scoring his 100th NHL goal, you could see the joy in his face. He was so excited. He was so relieved to have gotten that goal. And it really helped the team overall because we did win 5-3 to three against Carolina. However, one of them was an empty netter. So the game was really close the whole time, really. The game was very close. It was a back and forth kind of thing. And PK's goal was huge to the team. Um, so I just wanted to mention his 100th goal. I think that's pretty huge. I think it's great. Um, I'm really happy about it. Okay, so now let's get into the Jets. Um, I want to just talk a little bit comparing the team, 
Um, I want to talk a little bit about their key players um, and just talk, you know, comparison, I guess. Okay, so um, I just want to put a note that Nathan Beaulieu, uh, who is a defenseman for the Winnipeg Jets, will return to the lineup today. So I don't know what that means for the def- defense for them. Um, I think it might be good for us because he might be still getting used to playing the lineup. I don't know if he was injured or what, but I don't know. A player returning to the lineup after no matter how much time you have out is kind of a big deal. Um, a player needs to kind of get reacclimated to his defensive partner, uh, reacclimated to the game, uh, depending on how long they were out, you know. So maybe this is good for us. Um, let's read the Jets' projected lines and deep pairings. Um, Ehlers, Shifley, and Wheeler. Second line, Connor, Little, and Line, who is not on IR any longer. Um, Kopp, Lowry, and Roslevic. Perot, Gustafson, and Baroque. Uh, the deep pairings are Morrissey and Kulikov, Bolio and Pioink, and Siebza and Bieto. Uh, it looks like Heliobuck will get the start. It's not 100% yet. Um, I haven't seen it announced anywhere that Heliobuck is getting the start, but I have a feeling that that's who's getting the start for the New, or, wow, for the Winnipeg Jets. For the New Jersey Devils, Mackenzie Blackwood is getting his third start in a row. So, let's actually talk about Mackenzie Blackwood for a hot second. I think that, I don't know. Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts about the fact that they started him both on a back-to-back with both games. Um, I think that that was, I don't know, I don't want him to get overworked. That's my issue. I've seen, I've seen goalies get overworked, and then they get injured, and then you're stuck, you know? I don't want that to happen to Mackenzie Blackwood, especially when he's doing well especially when he's playing like he's been playing like we need him to, you know? I just don't think it's smart to be running him into the ground this early into the season. That being said, I think Mackenzie Blackwood has been exactly what the Devils have needed. I think he's playing the way that we need him to be playing. I think that he's showing off what he can do. Um, and I think that he's going to be really a strong starter for us this season, especially with how young he is. I think he's like 22. Um, it's huge for us to have possibly found a franchise goaltender. Um, you know, again, because we know how important franchise goalies are in hockey teams. So I think that that's huge for us. And I hope that this continues. Um, Something I spoke on with the Canes guys was I talked about the Louis Domenu. Sorry for not pronouncing that name right. Um, but I talked about that acquisition and how I think it's kind of a sign to the team, to the goaltenders, to everybody basically. Um, it's kind of a message being like, you guys got to step it up because it's this easy to get replaced. 
Also, everybody in Bingo is not doing that well. Bingo is, you know, they're existing. They're doing all right. But their goaltending is most certainly not doing all right. And that is an issue, especially because now we might run Mackenzie Blackwood into the ground. Uh, it might be us calling on one of the one of Bingo's goaltenders. Um, I... I don't know. I, I like the acquisition, especially because we might have to call on one of Bingo's goaltenders at some point in the season because, you know, injuries happen. Um, and I really do think that Coach Hines might run Blackwood into the ground, but that's just, that's just me. Um, so I think that this acquisition is really good. Alrighty. Now let's talk about the... Um, Leading goal scorers for the, uh, sorry, for the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I know I said we were going to talk about them earlier, and then I got on to a goaltending tangent. But let's try this again, friends. So, Nikolai Ehlers is leading the team in goals with seven goals. He also has seven assists and 14 points uh, in 15 games played. He is a minus one. Patrick Laine, who was out for a few games with uh, an injury, has three goals. He has 11 assists, being the team leader in assists, uh, 14 points in 13 games played, and he's a plus one. And then Mark Shifley has five goals, 10 assists, leading the team with 15 points in 15 games played. However, he is a minus five. Um, so... That's that on them. Let me, let's compare a little bit more. Um, we have, I think Kyle Connor has had five assists in the last five games and seven points in the last five games. Sounds impressive, right? Well, let me tell you something. Taylor Hall has had six assists in the last five games and seven points in the last five games. So. They have the same amount of points. He has one more goal. No big deal. Um, and Sammy Vitanen has three goals in the last five games. And Ehlers, of course, has four goals in the last five games. So I think Ehlers is going to kind of be the guy to watch tonight. You would think it would be Patrick Laine, but he's still coming off injury. And I don't know. I'm not a huge Patrick Laine person. Um, I don't see the hype there. I don't understand all the hype surrounding him as a player. I don't think he's that good. Um, Ehlers, on the other hand, has having a great season, and I think that he might be the one to watch tonight. I don't know if he'll score, um, but he'll definitely make it hard for the Devils, no matter like what he's doing. When he's on the ice, he makes it... He's kind of like a, a menace on the ice for the other team because he's very talented. Um, so let's get into, let's jump back to goaltending and then we'll get into predictions. How's that sound? I don't know why I asked you. You can't respond. Hey, maybe you should respond though on Twitter or via email next time I do something stupid that you guys don't like. Um, or when John Hines says something stupid that we don't like. Just a suggestion. Just a crazy idea I'm throwing out there. Okay, so goaltender comparison with Mackenzie Blackwood and Connor Hellyabuck, who I am assuming makes gets the go-ahead and net. 
Not 100% confirmed, though. Blackwood has a goals against average of 3.19. Connor Hellybuck has a goals against average of 2.57. Uh, save percentage for Blackwood is 0.878. Save percentage for Connor Hellybuck is 0.927. So honestly, the save percentage is not too far off from each other. Um, they're pretty comparable. Um, goals against average is in the low threes, and Connor Hellyer Bucks is in the high twos. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be a very even game between the uh, goaltenders today, um, but that's just me. All right, predictions. I believe Nico Heischer scores again tonight. Um, I think that he's going to just keep scoring and producing, and I think it'll be great. Um, I also think Kyle Palmieri gets a goal tonight. Um, as for the Winnipeg Jets, I think Ehlers gets a goal. Um, and I don't know. I don't know who the other one is that I'm going to say gets a goal. Maybe Nikolai Ehler gets two. Um, I think that the New Jersey Devils will come out on top tonight. Uh, even though Winnipeg's been doing pretty well, I think the Devils are riding the high from their last game, kind of figuring it out, you know, they like the feeling of winning. So I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with tonight, hopefully. Um, and I think they win. I do. I think they win, let's say, 3-2 to two, with Taylor Hall getting the game-winning goal. Um, because why not? He needs it. We need it. So let's say he does it. Um, that's what I have to say for this. But that is it for me today, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this one. As always, be sure to follow me on Twitter uh, at JK underscore Kender, K-E-N-D-E-R. And follow Locked on Devils on Twitter as well. I will talk to you guys tomorrow and go Devils!